0: Love straight out, peace to love still low. Say what they say about play.
1: Legal Council is brought to you by Rugby Pass, the premier destination for rugby and league fans in Asia. Streaming international test matches, the NRL, the Rugby Championship, State of Origin, all in more to your device wherever you are in Asia. Every match in Rugby Pass is available live and on demand and is carried in HD quality with adaptive streams to match your connection. Welcome back to Legal Council. It's been a few weeks Jack, as always, we'll be uh, touching base with you all the way over in Hong Kong. Board member of Hong Kong Rugby League, how's it going, mate?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Great to hear your voice again. Yeah, look, uh, apologies to our faithful listeners. Um, there's been some, uh, well, we've had some issues in terms of, like, we've been travelling around and haven't tried, we've been on different time zones, um, but, you know, we're back in better and ready to have the guys on. I've just got a message from someone asking if it'll be live in three hours when he flies. So, you know, that's, that's the t- type of um, fan base we've got. They're pretty passionate, like all league fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had that many people that have... Been sort of speculating about why why the distance in between shows, and I think we're hitting three weeks now, maybe even four. Um, many people and have cited four, three. Many people have cited the potential um, creative differences, and you know it was only um, it was only a matter of time before we had a blowout. But um, I can say that we're safely we're safely back on deck, and we're as going as strong as ever. So um, again, thanks to the fans for the support out there. Um, really understanding... Yeah,
0: look, there's been no... There's there's, there's been no doubt, uh, Harry, and it has come across the airwaves that there has been some creative differences from us. You want a... um, Look, you want a sort of Melbourne Storm-type operation of a podcast, you know, and and that'll get results at the end of the day. I want more of a, um, you know, a Parramatta Eels with Kenny Edwards running the... You
1: you want an
0: Ipswich Jets podcast? you're gonna find yourself in the toilets with candy spells
1: on, but that's what ends up happening, you know. Mate, you want an I want a Melbourne Storm podcast. You want an Ipswich Jets podcast. Short kickoffs and running the ball from your own line and doing outrageous stuff. And you mentioned Kenny Edwards, who I might add is the worst player in the NRL. I cannot think <laughs> yeah. of anyone going around now. What uh, Mitchell Moses? Uh, William Zillman, oh, well, oh. they don't get started. Yeah, well, they are both in the worst 13 comfortably. I mean, William Zillman, how is he still in the NRL oh, on a contract? I don't know. He,
0: is, he doesn't even... Actually, when you look at him now, hmm. he doesn't even look like a regular league player anymore. Like He used to be called the complete package. Oh. And when he first started, he looked like a league player. He, he hasn't changed his body shape. He's sort of like... You know, a mate of ours on the show, Mick Darling, he was awesome at this, but he was the same size as under elevens when he got to under 18s eighteens. that's William Zillman. He hasn't changed since his debut in what year would he have debut? Two oh eight? Well he was with the Raiders first. I he
1: was with the Raiders first and ended up leaving because Dugan came along. So he actually had real oh, bad yeah. luck with injury. Yes. And then the Titans signed a ridiculous might have been a five year deal and know. then another two year extension. So um I saw him running around the other day. It might have been He's only 30. Yeah, I know. He, he isn't fit for first-grade football anymore. I um, know, oh, you know. On to what was probably the biggest thing, dominating. Geez, state of origin every single year just gets bigger and bigger from a media perspective. I think that's overtaken the actual game now is the build-up to it and just... I mean, I love Fox Sports in many ways, what they've brought to... Um, you know, what they've brought to the coverage of our great game, but... Now that they have these Origin coaches on every week, it's just they're running out of things to say because there's nothing happening in the NRL. It's like the season's stopped dead. Um, and, you know, with one game of football and the build-ups two or three weeks, there's only so much you can talk about. Um, you know, what's your sort of take on where we're at with Origin at the moment, the media? Um, do you feel like it's just something needs to be done around the scheduling of Origin? Obviously, as its place in the game. We've been critics in the past, but I've tried to embrace it this year. But what about the timing? Should, should it be played at a different time? In the
0: year well everyone talks everyone talks about how it should be played at the end of the year I just look, look, i i'm I'm the same with you we've got slagged off as a podcast as a as a as a kiwi league partnership for really having a go at it in the past but you know I still don't love it but one thing I have sort of realized and as a as a guy trying to start up a um, league in a union stronghold in a place where you know we need as much coverage as we can get. The fact of the matter is, people fire up for it, and we mm. can raise money and get our sponsors all around it. So, I just don't know if that. And it, it shocks me. It, and, and it's just, it just, it's a great example of what hype can do. Because we know that you put the Kiwi League team out there, they would be. There's not one person in on the Kiwi League team now that wouldn't make one of these Origin squads, right? Mm. And yet the hype is nothing. I go down to this pub where we do our fundraisers, or no one turns up. Yet if I go tomorrow on Wednesday night, it'll be packed. Mm, it's, yep. it's, it's just what a hype job can do. And, you know, New Zealanders and POMs have to, they have to take a look at themselves too. Why aren't they getting passionate about
1: their t- This is a great, this is rugby league. Well, one thing I, I just Anyway, do I get off the point a bit? wonder i wonder though you, you look at the test match in april between new zealand and australia and just the the she intensity in the, game. No. the intensity isn't there as origin uh, But why not if i don't know up, why would you rather why would you rather beat queensland than beat new zealand i don't understand mate but you know i've seen some test matches our, do we have to do uh, yeah. we have to we'd have to yeah look Cross purposes that we're talking at the moment, but we'd have to probably go on like a seven or an eight year run, a seven or eight game run to actually get the Australians to get to that. I think in many ways their intensity is high, but maybe the passion isn't quite, maybe it's more passion. The fact that they just, you know, they just bleed for so much for Origin and and the way that Origin's played is, I don't know, it's, 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 yeah, it's got, there's something, it's mistake free. There's something about the type of football that they play, isn't it? Um, You know, semi-final football in the NRL...
0: And it it it, it hasn't turned around. It's it's only been around for 30... Yeah, 19. Oh, shit, it's been 37 years now. So it's... But but to talk about... At 19, I wonder... And I'm not really old enough to remember. I wonder what year it started to peak cuz it wouldn't have been real mad in 1980. I reckon, I remember my earliest origin probably would have been 1990, 91 and 91. it was massive hype. Yeah. Gaia Wally Lewis.
1: Yeah, that's that's for me I was going to say. I think that's the moment that origin seemed to go to another level and then 92 there was the Mark Coin try in the corner and then you started to get this folklore yep. of, you know, big moments and um and yeah, I guess it sort of took off since since then but I guess but it impact. did fall away in New South Wales domination. But why hasn't it fell away in Queensland's domination? Because I guess New South Wales is rugby league heartland, and then they'll always, you know, they they want to beat the the what are they? They came to it so much that it's always going to be, um, it's always going to be high on the agenda. What I'm concerned around now is more than ever. It seems to have just destroyed the NRL competition. Why do the NRL care about Origin? Do they get money out of it? Do they own Origin? They don't, do that. So why don't yeah. you know, they just schedule it at the end of the year and say, you're not, you're not stopping our competition?
0: Because then they have to compete with uh, Big Bash.
1: Oh, I don't. I mean, do, does, does the NRL, the National Rugby League, have anything to do with State of Origin? Yeah, of course it does. It's, it's, it runs it. Does it? Or is it the states that run it?
0: No, no, I don't know. Oh, I should know this. But look, you've got the ARLC, right? And mm-hmm. they and then the NRL comes under them, and then this, the states feed into them. So the, the, the states are uh, look, uh, responsible for getting their own backyard and their team together, but the, the broadcast rights are sold by the ARLC. Okay.
1: So what you're saying is you're not really sure? And Channel 9 must pay
0: a mozza for it. Yeah. No, yeah. I can look it up now, mate. Just relax.
1: All right. Well, the, the impact on the NRL is, is, you know, look at Friday night, the bunnies and the no, titans. 7,000 people. But
0: then Saturday night was awesome. Yeah, couple look, of real I mean, good games.
1: True. Let's talk. Let's go straight to that because we're going to talk about it. Teams and players usually, you know, you look back and you see a star, and quite often I like going back and say, when did they first appear? And they often stars will appear when teams are depleted during origin period. Are we going to say that about Brodie Croft one day? Are we going to say that about Curtis Scott one day? Because there's some classy young players coming through the Storm ranks, and it's just they looked. You know, for me now. You know, the Broncos, right, is a good example. They lose a lot of players during origin, and then whatever rabble turns up, and it's usually a lot of young, good players, they turn up, but they kind of don't really play the same game as their first-grade team, whereas the Storm are a carbon yeah. copy. It's like Cronk, Smith, Slater, they're all out there, but it's just these new names in the same positions, but they play exactly the same way. Craig Bellamy, is, he's a genius, isn't he? He's
0: a genius, but it's not just Bellamy. It's
1: they're it's also their recruitment. Like, yeah. oh yeah,
0: these guys—they get Croft, and Jackson. and Brandon Smith. Like, when 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 he's this you know, this hooker that came in, and he looked he looks like a bit like Isaac Luke as a youngster. Hmm. But basically, when when the Storm, picked, as a, you know, I think if you unless you're born under a rock, you'd understand we're Kiwi fans. When Storm um, picked them up, and it was on the media, uh, Storm pick up young North Queensland Cowboys always mm. dummy half Brandon Smith mm. I was like make me this guy must be good because mm. they don't they don't pick up crap and you saw him the other night he's two he's played two first grade games now two tries he is a special footballer do
1: you know where he grew
0: up playing uh, I'll get this Waiheke Island yeah crazy eh mate, you know, I know McKee, really. Yeah, so who are the other guys that you, you sort of think about, I mean, it's always, it's always a storm, right, and then the yeah. Broncos used to have the um, you know, the, the, the cans uh, of this world, well, I, think I, th- um, remember I remember Brad Myers and Dane Cowell got their first break when Origin was on
1: I think Justin Hodges, I first saw him appear in an Origin period, and I want to say Will Chambers yes, yes. I think well. he was
0: 17, or maybe 16
1: No, he wasn't 16, that's outrageous I you when Hodges know, went to just, just the, H- Hodges had that stint at the Roosters. No one remembers that. eh? oh
0: yeah, that's when he was going off that model.
1: And he had that. Remember his origin debut where he was in the um, in goal and he did this ridiculous pass. He was basically only known for that play for his first two years of his career where he came on as a young, young player back when Queensland used to... People forget, you know, the way that Queensland pick their teams now. Queensland used to throw guys origin lifelines because they didn't have enough players who played like 10 and 12 and 15 first-grade games the likes of John Doyle and Buddy Gigg and Ben Eiken and Hodges. I mean, Hodges had pedigree, but... Those guys had no moles under their legs before they played Origin, and Hodges did that ridiculous pass, almost like a over his head or behind the back. They got caught by a New South Wales player, and they scored, and they ended up winning the game. Yeah, and and he's playing for the Roosters, and um, yeah, it's it's amazing how he sort of that part of his career when he was so good, I guess, post that is, is just sort of a bit of a dark spot, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually had some mental issues, and he went out with a. A model. I'm just seeing if they name it here. Uh, no, it doesn't name it. But he went out with quite a hot model in the eastern suburbs. So he was actually just using him for his carcass, I think, because he got rid of him, and then he went back to Queensland. He actually made his debut. He was 18 years old and 62 days. So, sorry, he wasn't 16.
1: Yeah, good call. Um, I do have a good Justin Horace, uh, Hodges, <laughs> Hodges story, but uh, probably one for off-air. Otherwise, we might have to... Um, quite making an apology on, on He is Sunday.
0: actually one thing about I do like Hodges, I used to love him as a footballer, I just thought he was so tough He's in that. but he every when I used to when I used to live in Brisbane, basically I used to go and have a few beers at Normandy with um, Clint Clinton Nolan, Nolan's favourite pub. And literally Hodges you'd never see him in the bar, he was always standing outside just fagging.
1: And this is, like, why right do uh, premiership days? What a gazelle. Well, that reminds me of one time as a manly around circa 2009 and I was just having a beer at the Harvard Hilton, and I walked outside, and I see Chuck Mundine sitting on the front steps talking to the, one of the barmen, having a cigarette and a schooner outside, and it was just like, gee, where's this guy, a wonderful athlete, and likes to have a little dart as well, and he was talking about how he wasn't really looking forward to preseason training. And I was thinking to myself, no wonder, mate. You probably went about your ninth schooner and about your eighth fag.
0: 2009, he wasn't doing preseason training. Why not? He wasn't playing in NRL then.
1: Who, sorry, did I say Chockman? No, I mean Chocky Watmo. Did I say Chockman? Oh,
0: Watmo. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that part, makes sense. Yeah, quite.
1: Yeah. Um, and all right, so back to Origin. Now, traditionally, the Warriors have been a team that have made a move, but I actually, I don't think we're going to make a move, or we might end up doing it. It won't be as obvious as previous seasons. It's made me think, and I had a look at the last couple of years of the draw. I think the NRL purposely have given us two buys during the draw this uh, during the origin period. This um, sorry uh, buys to coincide with origin um, specific origins, because in the past we've probably been criticised as being an origin um, you know only sort of doing it and making our run through origin. Do you think that's possible for them to manipulate the draw like that? Um, or am I just reading too much into it? Because it's a fact. It's happened where it never used to happen. We always used to get a team... Um, we always used to play that week after Origin because they thought, well, the Warriors, they've got no Origin players, so they may as well play that week. And I sort of think now it's almost reversed that they're saying, well, we don't want the Warriors to play because they don't have any Origin players and they're going to get an easier two points. Conspiracy theory? Oh, yeah, of course or- it's
0: possible to break the draw. I mean, mm. and they they do that. But at the end of the day, do we care? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do actually, because we get the two points, but then we could have, we could have had the buy in another round where we're playing their stars. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's like trying to support the Warriors. I mean, trying to pick. If you were trying to dud them on a bad draw, you'd probably like. If you even dudded the Warriors on a bad draw, they'd probably play really well. You know, you can't pick them. Well, so
1: maybe, maybe not, not. I'm not going the Manly. Player. Manly and South Sydney are on a good thing by making the Warriors fly to Perth. Why do the Warriors say no? I'm not going to Perth. It's a bloody nine-hour trip. It's outrageous. It's
0: their home game base.
1: Yeah, but can't you say no to that? Mm. You can make special uh, requests again, you're
0: asking me stuff about the NRL contracts with their teams that I don't know, you know.
1: Right, all right. Well, something that I was thinking about the other day. Think... But if
0: you said, if you, oh, well, yeah, but what about, oh, it's a good point, what if you said, mm. if you're like, I'm taking my home game to uh, uh, Chechnya.
1: hmm
0: surely that's unsafe the NRL would step in or does the you know there's obviously a rule that you've got to get it signed off within I don't know six months or something if you're taking your game away from
1: otherwise I'd be legit taking my games to Port Moresby and just trying to get a real you know they would support you because you'd be taking the games there and then just trying to intimidate teams yeah speaking of taking games on the road exactly and probably the last we'll talk about the Warriors this this podcast for all those um, people wondering when we're going to get off the topic. Do the Warriors start thinking now? No more games in New Zealand away from Mount Smart, and let's start taking away games, neutral games to Seabus Super Stadium, where it's actually a New Zealand city anyway.
0: It's it's a good point. And the stats actually back I mean, we just allowed nine in New Zealand away from
1: no are you there mate
0: yeah I, I was just agreeing with you with silence
1: <laughs> oh come on yeah i'm not used to, i'm usually when i think that there's a bit of silence i think you're either you know talking to some bloke in a toilet or um you know in a in a car in indonesia talking to a um, bloke at a petrol station so yeah you've you've got a you've got a every couple of, of silence <laughs> you've got a sorry you've I'll... got to talk mate otherwise you never know i never know what's going to happen um all right, so, so any, any other stars during this origin period for you that have come um, out? Who stood up? Who asked? About,
0: well, actually, Crichton's actually stood up, hasn't he? Even though he's a, a, probably nearly a seasoned first grader now, he's actually stepped up a level, and yeah. it took him a while to find his feet. But oh, okay. yeah, well, how, do, how well did he no, play? Hang on, the do it, it really
1: other? take him a while to find his feet? He's played 10 first-grade games. That's not a while. I mean, you look back at a 250-game career, and you'll say, shit, he found his feet early. I mean, he's finding his feet early, isn't he, as a 20-year-old?
0: Yeah, OK. He just seems to be around for, like, about three months. Yeah, but he that's must that's have had a couple this, of games,
1: That's he? how long the season's been going for, though. It's true.
0: Yeah, good point. He didn't, so this year was his first... Yeah, OK. So, but, OK. Then I think it's fair enough to say Angus Croydon. Um, yeah. And do you know what? What about... How have you think... Oh, shit. I'm going to go back to the Warriors again. What about um, Chase Nickel Kolstad? He isn't disappointed.
1: Yeah, he's been okay, but I wouldn't say during the origin period. I would say, yeah, yes. I would say guys like Clint Gutherson. Oh, I mean, is there anyone hotter in rugby league Pomeroy right Pomeroy now than Clint Gutherson?
0: Uh, the bin, Pomeroy look yeah, he's good. He's good. He's a ben, just
1: who's a ben Pomeroy look like? Uh, Kurt Capewell. Oh, <laughs> he he does look a lot like him, doesn't he? I know. And who's the, what was his nickname? The Penguin. The
0: other, I think it was uh, What's that? I'm still here, mate. The penguin with hands.
1: Yeah. Geez, he used to run so low to the ground. He was leaning forward almost at a 45-degree angle, the penguin. And, you know, the only way to sort of stop him was he'd almost trip over you. So he'd be f- looking forward or running so far forward that he'd <laughs> always trip himself up. And he, his hands were shocking. He played so much first grade. Oh, no, no, no. like, You'll forget that he played a bit at the Panthers first as well.
0: I know. Quite. I was going to ask you well, where did he debut. I tell you what,
1: a renowned fighter. Pomeroy. You did not fuck with Ben Pomeroy. Didn't know that. Real short fuse and had a So talking So talking about
0: big blokes with poor hands, like Lisa Narmel, mm. how, how are the Dragons, can the Dragons recover from a sort of uh, downturn in their form and finish in the bottom of the eight?
1: Well, look, I think that they won't finish in the top four, but I don't think that's going to be news to any But I do think that their draw is good enough, and they've got a good enough, well-rounded roster to stay in the eight. But that would mean a couple of things. That would mean that one of the—because I think the Raiders and Panthers will both make it, okay? And then that means that two teams out of the Dragons, Manly, and the Eels will drop out. So I think the Eels are legit going to drop out because the Panthers will finish ahead of them. And so you'd have to say Manly or St. George. Now, I think that Manly are probably a little bit more likely to be up and down. So I'm going to say the Dragons stay in, Manly drop out, Paro drop out, and in comes definitely the Panthers, and then the Raiders would be the next most likely.
0: Yeah, uh, and so where do the Cowboys
1: finish? The Cowboys stay in there, I think... Sixth or seventh, I I think that yeah, yeah. So the top four, based not top four. My top four is Melbourne Roosters, Cronulla, and Penrith.
0: Wow, you think Panthers will make the top four?
1: Yeah, well, apparently that um, they've had something major going on behind the scenes um, with a young uh, international five-eighth, and Emir, ostracised out of the club for potentially having relations with. Not one alleged, but alleged relations. But not one, but two international Australian players. Um, he was then subsequently dusted up by one of these internationals and asked to leave. Um, so, whew.
0: hang on. I think we can we can talk about it. We can say what the rumours are, as long as we say it's allegedly.
1: Well, allegedly, what's happened is Team Mighty Martin allegedly has slept with Matt Moylan's missus and also Trent Merrin's So, look. Who knows if that's So true
0: you know or not? Matt Morgan's missus, don't you? You've met her, didn't I, you? Meet her at the.
1: I haven't, but a friend of mine has. Yes.
0: Okay. And then Richie, uh, not, uh, what's his name? Trent Moran's mumsy is a famous surfer. Sally Fitzgibbons. Here. So. The, is the, she any good? Yeah, yeah she's. At surfing. Yes, yeah, she's very good. It's a
1: very, very good surfer. Okay. Now, why isn't she, Why has she done this? I don't know, mate. I mean, he must be just. If this is allegedly true, then T E M M is a real cocksman, isn't he?
0: But um, h- okay, and we look back on all our history of rugby league. Mm. Has this ever happened before? Oh, other than Brett Ferris at Huddersfield.
1: Yes. Well, no, he, he did it at Leeds, and then Adrian, had to, to move to Huddersfield. He was telling up
0: Paul Mellor's Wife, sorry. But that was yeah, yeah. But that was post playing, so that's almost. But well, it's mean, a weird situation, shed, isn't it? Has- Exactly, and we're actually doing, this, doing well to cover this up compared to the AFL, hmm. VFL. True.
1: True, but anyway, but I, that's...
0: I, I, what, I'm worried, what I'm most worried about is Tamayde stroked me as a very um, uh, eloquent, um, humble young man. Is he different than what we think, or is this just a sign of how good he can be in the future?
1: Well, he's talented in many different ways, on and on, the, on and off the rugby league field, is what I'd say. And, you know, if he's that good... If he's that dangerous off the field, if he can get things right on the field, who knows? The sky's the limit. And I think going up to North Queensland might do the man some good. Just like a young Jonathan Thurston, hot on the heels of a Coffs Harbour scandal, winner out of town and up to North, uh, North Queensland and did wonders. So let's just see if he can follow on Thurston's footsteps. I'll tell you what was sad, though, that Peter Hiku is ended up going to the UK um, mm. signing over there. Now, my take on that is, um, apparently that he was one of the most highest played players in the Panthers' books. He signed an immediate release. Now, what I would say is that no team can probably take his salary on right now. So he'll go to the Super League play there for the rest of the season and then someone once they have the cap room next year will take him on because um, a lot of teams could use Hecu. and he's still only 23, 24 and he's been, uh, he's been unlucky with injury hasn't he mm. this year good player he's, he hasn't he's very been a very
0: good player yeah. Oh, very good. Friend. He does cramp up quite a bit. He's one of those... Who are those players
1: <laughs> that cramp up
0: quite a bit and they always you know, the have to
1: the trainer out to like... Steve Matai. <laughs> oh, um, God. I mean, they should really... Steve Matai and Dougs should open up a bath salts um, company, really, shouldn't they? Bath salts don't help cramp. Don't they? Magne- you've you put magnesium it stuff in it. there. What about what, that? Do you, so- what, do, you, do you soak it in through your skin? Yeah. What about when there's that craze huh. that um, people were doing bath salts and it was basically just like, you know, one of those synthetic drugs like Meow Meow or, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. all that other kind of BGP stuff. And people, it was a real craze in Florida and um, it was turning people into zombies. They wouldn't sleep for ages, days on end, and you'd just gone, these are mad um, bath salt benders. And then there was that footage of that guy who was on bath salts eating a homeless man. Did you see that? Just no. tucking into a homeless man while he was alive, like, literally eating him. Because apparently it's, like, made you into a zombie. Like, people, quite a few people reported cannibalistic behavior. So, I mean, I'm all for Matai and Dugan opening a bath salts one, but... Jeez, you know, the abuse of bath salts can lead to some really horrific things.
0: Wow, I just typed it into Google and it said bath salts Florida, Miami cannibal attack.
1: Wow, you're true. You're out and talking shit. (laughs) I know, hard to believe. Um, Back to league, right? And I mean, I love love American sports. And there's obviously a lot of hype at the moment. The finals are just finished in the NBA, lots of talk around salary caps and all this kind of stuff. And you can go up and look at every single player's salary in the NBA. So you can go to nba.com and click on the team, Atlanta Hawks, and then it will list you their roster, and it will list every single one of those players' salaries. Why isn't the cap, when there's so much talk about the cap in rugby league, and there's so much talk about, you know, different players' salaries, why isn't it public? I mean, I dare say that if some of the rugby league clubs, if they had that knowledge or they had that um, public, it would make, you know trading or it would make you know people signing under contracts probably a lot easier and a lot more and not done more regularly do you agree that people's salary should be made public like other sports no care to, care to sort of expand on that
0: uh because i just don't think i think you don't have your salary published unless you're on like a, a board of directors um and either there's a lot of other people so why should a, a league player be any different well, I guess and it's, it's more for me. Couldn't it, than, couldn't it cause disharmony in the team?
1: Well, yeah, and that—that's just that's life when you're a professional sportsman. Um, it's always reported. Like a lot of people have their salary reported in isolation. You know, when people sign big deals, Sean Johnson, Jonathan yeah. Thurston, right. Greg Inglis, etc. They usually report the value of those deals, and there's always speculation. But I just think it would be but nice. what about all
0: the extras? What about the extras? Because there's always is the package, right? So they might be getting, you know, they don't report that he could be getting a, 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 coaching gig after the after his role. He could be getting a flat. He could be getting a boat. Yeah, all nah, that sort you don't of stuff. So that. it's hard, hard to compare apples with
1: apples. You don't report that because it's not part of the cap. So I wouldn't I wouldn't report that. And plus, like it'd be bloody hard to speculate too about what those half of those guys are getting. But um, food for thought, mate. Food
0: for thought. Um, yeah, look, I, I, if you can if you can put get something together that. You know, we could do a trial of it. I'm happy to, happy to go with it. But I just don't think if the Joe Blow public don't have to have it done, why should our heroes?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm for it, mate. So there we go. We're disagreeing. People say that we agree too often. Um, now, we missed a few shows, obviously. So there's a bit of material that we didn't cover. But something that, you know, a couple of weeks ago made me think a lot. Um, As I listened to a stat, now this is a couple of weeks old, but at the time... James Maloney, and I've mentioned him before here, had 21 penalties year-to-date. and this is about three weeks ago. The next person, the next most, had 10. He also led the competition in the most missed tackles. Maloney has been somewhat of a messiah. He's started off with the storm. He was a para-junior. Went and had a grand final for the Warriors. Won a comp with the Roosters. Won a comp with the Sharks. Plays for State of Origin. And plays for Australia, and so someone who is so good offensively in rugby league, yeah, so easily is discounted his horrific discipline, ill-discipline, and his defence. And it made me yep. think that you know, especially in again, probably basketball is a good example, is that they talk about yep. two-way players. Sidik
0: Sabalos, Danny Manning.
1: Yeah, they talk about two-way players, players that play both ends of the floor, like a Kawhi Leonard or a Draymond Green, LeBron, etc. Why in the league do you just focus really on attack primarily? Now, if someone's shit D like Mitchell Moses, you ridicule, but you don't really, you know, it's not widely talked about a defence as equally as important as attack, is it? Well, it it is, and
0: we, the a storm are built around defence, right? And mm. the other thing is, you can't just look at these stats in isolation. You've also got to realise that a lot of the players, uh, players, getting pushed his way because he's got other, you know, That yeah. the rest of the team are such good defenders, True. and he's often playing on the other so They're thing. more running at him. Yeah. yeah. So, and but I mean, the penalties is an interesting one because. He's just sort of a dislikable guy in a way, and I think the riffs probably have something against him. And he's just – he's actually – he's one of the more um, new shoes type of guys in the league, A. Eh? He sort of – he he winds other teams up. He's, mm. And you've you heard his voice. He's sort of a whiny Central Coast mm. sort of twang. Mm. I think he was orange. He's not the most likable guy, and you can't imagine he's he telling the ref like when they do something good. Oh, good work, ref! You know, mm. he'd be into them. So, mm. but it made know, me think though, penalties, I heard... and penalties hurt. And what, where where are the penalties on the field that he's giving away? Maybe okay. he's giving them on the first tackle when he need like you know. So it's hard to put look at stats in isolation. No? True. I'd like to see how many tech dumb penalties should have. A, you should have a stat penalties. And dumb penalties, right? Which and the dumb penalties are penalties are like on the fourth and fifth tackle. And I'll tell you who would be the world leader in that Andrew all Fafita. time. It'd be Todd
1: Lowry. <laughs> 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 good good nostalgia. But I think if you look up dumb penalties in a dictionary, you see a face a face Andrew Fafita, and you also you scroll down a few and you see Jared will wear a Hargraves there. But more than anything but but in saying see, that though, but the feeder. feeder's in successful teams. He is, but fuck. He's, I mean, he's curved his, his dumb um, penalties. I actually famously made a claim last year that he would cost them the grand final, the dumb penalty, and it wasn't that far away, even though he was the best well, player. Well, he won the grand final before them. He did. He <laughs> did. Um, but, yeah, look, Origin. what do you think? You know, the Queensland have panicked. They've made some calls. They've probably made the right calls in many ways. Do you think
0: no, they, they made haven't. the wrong call on Corey Oates. Really? They made the wrong call on Corey Oates. I, 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 fucking, I mean, Corey Oates played well. And he, you know, in that Origin-type football will carry on. The
1: arena. He's the origin. Valentine arena.
0: arena. Valentine Holmes, arena. can't do
1: what he does out of trouble. Yes, he
0: can.
1: Do you think? He can with pace. Well, we don't he know. He can with evasiveness. I don't know, no.
0: Yeah, but it just doesn't work as well. He's, on he's the, a,
1: he's you, a know, much, you know, in Origin the Fields are narrower. They're narrower. Oh, look, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do there, but... I, I know that Oates was unlucky to be dropped. But if you pick their, their team from scratch, right, and forget about if he's picked for the round, round one, the best winger is Valentine Holmes. And then the next best winger probably is Darius Boyd. And if you're going to pick Slater at fullback, like they, like they are, then you've got to pick Boyd yeah. on a wing and him on the other wing. And you've got to say, Oates, hard luck. And then the centres, you've got to pick Chambers and one of Ngai or Julian O'Neill, Justin O'Neill. But Oates... Oh, this could play second row. Yeah, and you could bring out to But you the know bench. what? But
0: apparently, and I don't know if I've heard this, but apparently they're playing Boyd at centre.
1: I know. And
0: Outrageous. Ngangai on the wing.
1: Outrageous. Which I find, I find odd. Because Ngangai is a centre by trade anyway.
0: But he, he was their best player in game one, and he was on the wing. I think that's what they're worried about.
1: Well, if they're putting Darius, who's a fullback for the last four or five origins, six origins... Put him on the fucking wing.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: He's never played centre. To be centre.
0: honest, and he has got... No, he got named at centre once when he was at the Dragons, but he you know, got named and ended up playing fullback.
1: I think they said the other day he played... He's played, you know, he's, Darius is a candidate to play 400 games. He's played over 300. Um, and I think he played Already? eight games at centre. Yeah, I think Darius has played about 309 games. Dark or eh? Yeah,
0: definitely. But, I mean, he's a very good footballer. I'd have him in any of my teams. Brilliant footballer. And I think he's uh, a player
1: that's gotten better not a every single human
0: year. being, by the sounds.
1: Not a what, sorry? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not a very good human being, by all accounts. Well, I think he's improving. Remember that interview you gave for the Dragons that time, once? He's a grub. <laughs> yeah. Um, one player who I've seen a little bit more of during the Origin period, who's a real favourite of ours this year and last year, Connor Watson... Why, isn't, why aren't teams going after Connor Watson? If Luke Carey and Mitchell Pierce are the, the halves pairing for the Roosters, why isn't someone throwing the checkbook at Connor Watson? The Eels, who already have a good halves pairing in Clint Gutherson and Corey Norman. 800K at the single worst half in the NRL, Mitchell Moses. Why aren't they paying that same money for Connor Watson? Why isn't someone shelling out Bitcoin? The Warriors are another team that could do it. I just don't understand. He is a brilliant footballer. And
0: why can't he get a run at the Roosters then? We're still young. He's only 20. Yeah. Who, who would you rather have, Jackson Hastings or Connor Watson?
1: Connor Watson. And I'd have Connor Watson over Luke Carey. I know Luke Carey's played well, yeah, okay. but it's just a matter of time for me, Luke Carey. Conor Watson,
0: you can actually even play him in, like, the second row occasionally. Yeah. He's that type of player, right? He
1: he's a, he's a, a so, he's a natural footballer. He goes to the Clinton Gutherson School of Football, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, but Clinton Gutherson, School, you couldn't play in the middle of the field, but Conor, you could. Yeah, true, true.
1: Um, well, predictions and he's for, a,
0: goal, is he a Central Coast junior? Yes. Predictions
1: for origin, yeah. two.
0: Okay, my predictions for origin. I'm going to say Queensland... Twelve, ten, just thirst and just getting into the arm wrestle will be the difference. And surely, like surely, um, Pierce's kicking game will fall apart on well, the P- big arena, which is the my Stadium Australia.
1: Firstly, one of the great games of rugby league you ever see was the first game of Origin. Just a brilliant spectacle. There was. Was it perfect yeah. first half, or was it one mis- one incompletion? It was. So there's one in- one incredible. Incomplete set. Incredible. Apparently, I read something in the weekend that Jared Hayne was vomiting at halftime. He was just completely spent, and he was in the centres, so he probably wasn't you know right. doing as much work as others. He's probably doing a lot of defensive work. But it was an incredible game. But you watch Mitchell Pierce's kicking game it was terrible. Mitchell Pierce, apart from backing up and having a try, was okay. Five and a half, six out of ten. But the the pundits, the people just there is a fascination with Mitchell Pierce. Guys like Peter Sterling, Andrew Johns, you know, people that come out and they want him to do well so badly, they are willing him on and saying that he had an amazing game, it's just so off the mark. He was solid. He didn't have a bad origin game like he usually does. But it's like this massive redemption story, like you know, like the guys had a real tough time lately. He had a car accident, and he did this, and you know, lost a family member. The guy fucking pissed himself and rooted a dog at a party while on a fucking bender. Like, fuck! But he What's didn't, going on? The dog. I mean, he didn't even root the dog. <laughs> You've seen it. He's done what oh, millions was, of guys have done at a party, there was and they that, just had the dog and
0: There was that yellow dress girl as well. But even that wasn't even that much, was it?
1: He's done nothing. He's just larked up. And I saw him on two or three talk shows. I saw him on Ladies Who Love League or whatever it is. And and on the couch with Sterlo talking about his (laughs) time in a Bali rehab. It's like, mate, you're not fucking Lindsay Lohan. You don't need to go to rehab. You're literally, you pissed yourself on a bender and rooted a dog
0: <laughs> well, I know it's like he'd been in prison or something I
1: know it's incredible there's other redemption stories that we need to talk more about in our game and fucking not
0: but McKinnon it. see Alex McKinnon was on League Lands the other day yeah I did League, what's yeah, did. chicks he, came he seemed across... alright didn't he seems
1: yeah I think he's yeah, got he's... over it like I didn't like what he did initially Obviously, he had a lot of anger going on, so you can understand why. But he, yeah. you know, having got Cameron Smith and that, but he seems to have um, really turned his life around. So good on him. He's uh, very skinny, though, isn't he? Yeah, but I guess he's just been conditioned to. Um, he would have been Not doing easy. so much weights for so long as a footballer, it would probably have disproportionately grown. You know, his body would have looked disproportionately big. But when you stop doing that weights, then you just shrink yeah, that down yeah, to probably you're a right. fourteen-year-old,
0: really. Yeah, he is. He's, like he's like a guy you just see walking down, the, or not walking down the street, but you know, down the street.
1: Yeah, um, what are you, what are you most looking forward to, mate? This 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 round of footy Origin's going to be good, but is there is there a game? Do we have a full round? Do we even have some football this week? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I think we do. I mean, dogs, dogs warriors as a Warriors fans is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. we're probably due to win it on paper but we'll lose it. Yep. Um, we've got a full round what's the other one that really interests me. Brisbane going up to Canberra not yeah. like down to Canberra. When the, that game. beautiful grass at Bruce Stadium.
1: Oh, is there a better grass in rugby league than Bruce Stadium? So it's at three thirty
0: on a or three thirty Hong Kong time on a five, Saturday, which is oh, which is five thirty your time. That's That'd a nice so right. Bruce Stadium uh, time actually. But it's, it's gonna be quite
1: cold. It'll be freezing. And the day game is Cowboys at home in a day game to the Panthers. you never see a day game up in North Queensland, do no, you?
0: Except in the middle of winter, which yeah. is this it must be the winter sol- solstice this weekend.
1: And that then at Adela- Wait, that's one of the better Super Saturdays you'll see. And then, and then Saturday Storm. at Adelaide Oval too. Rooster Storm gee whiz, we've got a hell of a round actually. That Super Saturday will be unreal. And then Sharks Manly, not a bad Sunday afternoon Ooh, footy. That's good.
0: And yeah. then Newcastle will probably get another win on the board on Sunday morning.
1: Do you know that Newcastle are off the bottom of the table now? Benter. No, they're, they're off the Tigers. bottom of the table. The Tigers, are, by virtue of not having as many buys as the um, mm. as the Knights. So the Knights have had two buys, and they've still only won two games. But um, the Titans have really slipped away, haven't they?
0: Yeah, the last couple of weeks it's been disappointing. Um you know, but we this was always gonna happen, right, with the cattle they had. Hmm. It just any shift in, in mental attitude was gonna be disastrous. But you know, Souths are a bad team and they played pretty well the week before against Broncos, so um you know, it's, they need to really put us really put one on the Tigers this week. And they got you know, a chance at Campbelltown, really just demoralise them in at Haynes House.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um Alright mate, well we're back on air We're going to be making sure that we do Sunday's afternoons. so we'll try and put up Mondays from now on, seems to be the, uh, yep. from, the from the stats that um, most listen to shows so people love their um, legal counsel on a Monday morning coming off their own um, bath salt benders it seems.
0: Yeah, well I'm looking forward to just uh, reading about this bath salt well, before, we, we,
1: before, we, before we head off how was your um, return to the rugby league paddock this week? Well, last week.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it was fairly well. We drew thirty all. Um,
1: what the first game of the a- Toyota Cup.
0: Oh, mate, I'm playing with union people, right? They can't tackle, and they don't run hard. So, but the first tackle, I just got fucking it hurt. It was like I hadn't had any, um, you know, when you what's that stuff you get when you're fired up? Adrenaline. And oh, it yeah. just, I was like, what the hell? That hurts so much. <laughs> and then I was like, I thought to myself, I thought to myself, okay, I'm, I'm going to be fucking sore for the rest of this week. I've got 80 minutes. I might as well go hard, and because I'm going to be sore no matter what I do. And I then I played quite well. I got man of the match. Um, and it was pissing down. It was real good fun. It was, but it's just the guys don't know the league. There was one other league player there. Oh, we had two other league players. Mm-hmm. David Feely's brother, the former Australian Jason international, Feely. And yep. coach, the of the Jason Fieldy. He was at five eighth. Eight. And on the other team, they had a guy from Gundawindi or, or Gundagai, sorry, the Gundagai Tiger. So he ran it a bit hard. But the other guys, we're trying to teach union players to play league. They're just so, it's so embarrassing when they run in, and like you would laugh when they like go in with their shoulder and then lie on the ground to put
1: the ball back. It's just like, <laughs> oh, for
0: God's sake.
1: Oh, well, it's a long road, isn't it, mate, You to, to convert um, players that haven't played the game, but hopefully, mate, you're doing your thing yeah. there. Um, so we've
0: got Origin this weekend, which is North. if you're born in the North in Hemisphere, you play for North. And if mm. you're born in the Southern Hemisphere, you play for South.
1: Is that on um, Satanta or, rugby pass, or uh, rugby pass? It's on Rugby Pass.
0: No, that Rugby Pass. <laughs> nah, nah, rugby pass. should be putting that on. Or
1: well, we'll do our best Chat to the sponsors. Um hello to everyone out there. Boy, so
0: what, what are we doing? What are legal council doing for the League World Cup? we'll, we'll probably do, do to a go to show. The we'll final? do a show in Auckland. Well I'm gonna go for the semi and I'm gonna go for the grand final. We'll do a show in Auckland
1: and we'll we'll, we'll try yeah. and get a media pass. We'll, we'll look we at
0: yeah, we need a decent Brisbane sort of trip.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of League Trip ten when we got the um saw the Kiwis getting flogged at an Anzac test, which um, what about that Fiji and Princess I don't remember that.
0: Remember that and then Muzz tried to <laughs> real poorly and then Muz tried to beat
1: him up. Good banter. Um, all right, well on that note, mate, we'll um, we'll be back next week and yes. uh, gotta love your league. Gotta love your league. See ya.